What is up? Welcome back to the Fantasy Dark Horse. Uh, we just finished up that pretty radical event uh, at Snapper Rocks. Super entertaining to watch. There's tons of close, close heats. Um, I had to work a bunch towards the end of the competition, but in the beginning, up to through round three, I saw pretty much every heat. And uh, I don't know if I've seen more heats finished within a point in the same round before, uh, which is awesome. Um, makes for a lot of controversy. A lot of people get upset when their guy doesn't push through and he loses by point one. <coughs> McManning. Um, what? What are you going to do? You know, Owen takes down the, takes it down. Um, very cool. It's really cool to see him come back and be able to outsurf everybody first event. Um, straight away. Um, anyways, very cool. Uh, my fantasy team didn't fare very well. Um, a lot of things went wrong for me. I lost Mick um, early on. Early on, I was just getting crushed. I, I think I only ended out with four through the third, going into the fourth round, and then instantly lost lost people. Um, I might have even only had three going into the end of the fourth. I, I I should have my team up, but um, it was such a miserable showing that I don't. So I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna share that with you. No, just kidding. Um, <clears throat> let's see some of my guys that I picked that failed miserably. Um, sorry guys, if you happen to listen to this, which you probably won't, but um, you failed miserably. You got your ass whipped. Uh, who was my biggest upset that got knocked off? Julian, dude, Julian. I really want you to start winning. I know you didn't really like. <clears throat> I guess it, no. It just it was it was a bad result for you too. Um, I was hoping you would have made it a little bit further, and I'm sure you did as well. But somehow you lost that heat. Um, and a lot of guys that I wasn't giving very much credit to, which you obviously I I haven't followed those guys, so why would I know? Um, but a lot of the uh, the dark horse types did well. Um, I'm totally blanking on everybody's name right now, but I did, uh, Connor O'Leary wasn't ready for him to be, um, I forget which one of my guys faced him, but they got took, uh, I, I really thought Wilco, um, I thought last year was kind of a fluke. I just thought he came on on fire and sure enough, he comes back this year and almost wins it again. So go figure. I guess he rips, um, of course, but we'll see consistency is, is his, his weakness. Um, but he's been killing it at snapper the last two years. I'm trying to pull up my, my team so we can laugh together. <clears throat> okay. That's right. Josh Kerr. Man, every time I pick Josh, he poops all over my team. But is he out in the second round? Thanks, buddy. That was so good. Ripping. Ripping, Josh Kerr. Uh, <clears throat> Stu. <sighs> Stu's looking pretty good. So my other part, parts of my team, Kelly, Mick, Stu Kennedy... Josh Kerr, Julian Wilson, Adriano De Souza, 
uh, Wiggly Dantes, and I had Nat Young, which I was really hoping Nat was going to be able to surf well, and I guess he did okay. They just didn't get through their heats, which is the key to what we're talking about. Get through your heats. Um, I thought my team was great. I had so many guys that, like, I, I felt like were, were at a good value. Um, whatever. Uh, let's see if Mick, does Mick go down in value after getting knocked out? No. No. Anything crazy happen? Frederico Moraes. Uh, that guy surfed well. Zico Laos surfed well. Ian Gavo, Go, Govia, or, yep, something like that. Um, and Leonardo Fiervante. Those, all those guys, everybody, all the new guys on the tour surfed well, which is sick, I think. I mean, it really just improves the sport. You know, you don't really have, like, the top guys that are just going to decimate. You got a lot of really talented young guys that, that are hungry and are surfing um, very hard. <clears throat> which which is rad to watch and I'm so happy that, that we're able to watch all these events um, events like Snapper where it's just sheet glass like um, transparent as your window in your living room um, barrels in you know open face it, every, everybody that watched and followed it was drooling the entire time like wow I wish we could ever get a wave like that but the reality is, if you're ever surfing that wave outside of a contest, you're going to be surfing it with 500 other guys, um, which I wish there was a way around that. I mean, surfing a flawless wave with 500 people is a very flawed situation. <laughs> um, in the event you get a nugget, you got to carve your way through the pack, and like they definitely affect the way you can ride the wave. You really can't even really ride it the way you want to um but i guess that is the the agony that we live with when you with surfing uh everybody's at a certain spot and shabam shabam get after it <clears throat> um not sure exactly what i wanted to talk about uh going forward i just kind of wanted to laugh at my team i know dave had a similar team um a couple of different guys switched in and out um but i think the core was pretty similar i think he had jordy smith um i'm pretty sure he had he might have had leonardo but i'm not positive um i did have jeremy in my backup slot and i was hoping he would have shown a little bit better but he surfed well he does what he does so I think the biggest thing to take away from it is everybody's surfing super well. Um, and the year should be filled with parody. And we should be able to see everybody have the opportunity to uh, show their stuff. Or they're going to continue to get bounced. Um, which I, I think the system's working great. <coughs> um, that uh, you're filtering out people that, that aren't performing. And you're getting people in there that are hungry and that are. So... Uh, it definitely is showing that everybody is able to perform on a, on a super high level on, on these great waves. That uh, Lisa, the first first uh, event, Snapper provided really great waves for competition. Um, Margaret River is the second stop. 
and I haven't even looked at it at all but they do have um, <clears throat> on WSLbracket.com uh, they already have the, the heat drop so I know last episode we were trying to go over um, our strategy on picking these fantasy teams and I think we got about as far as doing up to round three just of one heat draw um, and usually the first heat draw takes kind of the longest because you kind of go through your breakdown and of course on the show we're going to be talking about each of these heats and why we think whoever should win whatever heat um, but obviously you're going to want to run more than one scenario um, you keep obviously looking at the swell report and for us, we watch the Swell Report like a freaking hawk looking for prey. I mean, if you really are trying to put together your best team, you need to know what what kind of conditions you guys are going to surf in. So <clears throat> as much as you can learn and hear and, and write to people in the area, um, try and get some feedback. Um, so since we discovered that we will be running multiple scenarios uh we could just do a quick quick run through as i have no idea what the what the swell report is right now for for margaret margaret's and um we'll do another podcast i just kind of wanted to wrap up snapper and get everything back up to speed on figuring out how to pick your team with the wsl bracket um and thank you wsl bracket for providing this tool um it's rad to be able to run these heat draws all the way to the end and uh, just makes it fun to play a fantasy surfer um, <clears throat> so let's uh, let's try to go to round three and see kind of what we end up with and we could start kind of building house as far as seeing what we can afford to put on our next team so bam right off the start we're gonna start with Kelly uh, O'Leary and Govea. Uh, it's now at uh, Margaret's. I don't know. I guess you just have to go with Slater. We're just going to go quick, quick, quick through these. Um, who's on fire and who's not. And just see what we end out with in round three. Uh, Heat 2, Andino, Fanning, and Fioravanti. Uh, I don't know. Um, we'll go with Mick. Just, just because Mick. Why not Mick? Um, obviously, Andino could do it. Fioravanti can do it. Um, let's just see front runners. Let's go front runners and see what we end out with in round three. Um, <clears throat> and we're assuming that there's going to be enough swell for everybody to do their thing. Um, let's see, we got Wilco, Kennedy, and Ezekiel Lau. Um, I guess. Go with Wilco. Wilco's on fire. He's cracking it. Don't mind the kids. They run all over this place. Uh, <clears throat> heat 4. Uh, Jordy, uh, Miguel Pupo, and Jackie Freestone. Um, I'll take Jordy. Uh, heat 5. Medina, Igarashi, and Mendez. Uh, Medina... Round six, Florence, Dantes, wild card one. I almost think Dantes will be able to take that somehow. Um, I, 
I, I bet you he sneakily steals that. But I'm going to go with Florence for now. We have Owen, E. Bailey, and Jadson Andre. we got to go with Owen. we got Parco, Ace, and Jeremy. Go with Parco. D'Souza, Coffin, Giroux. Um, D'Souza, Perez, Kerr, Dur Durbage. Kerr, I would love to pick you, bro, but damn it. I'm going with Bede over Perez and Kerr in that one. Uh, that'll be my one that's not all front runners <clears throat> on this heat draw. Um, but it's good to see what happens when you go with all the front runners. I mean, I guess I could pick Perez just for our argument's sake, so this is pure the top guys that you think would win. Even though Durbridge looked really good in the last event. And definitely good enough to beat Perez or Kerr. Um, whatever, I'm picking Durbridge. Uh, we'll go back to Perez. Perez. We'll do Perez. This is Perez. Um, and then we have Wilson Ferreira. Italio Ferreira. Um, and Ewing. Uh, I'm going with Italio. And then uh, round, or Heat 12, Toledo, Zietz, and Marias. And... I'd love it if Seabass wins that, but I'm gonna pick Toledo for this this event for for this scenario run. Um, <clears throat> round two, Andino versus Wildcard One. I'm picking Kolohe. Julian versus Mendez. Um, damn, I really hope Julian could win that heat. Um, if not, I don't know. It starts a long line of being in the middle of the road if you can't beat standard guys on the tour need to be able to beat Kelly and everybody else that's you know top top of the mark and Julian I don't know why but he's somehow not putting these scores together and some of that's waves and situational whatever I hope luck goes his way going forward um, he three Zietz and Freestone um, I'm picking Sebastian. I like Freestone, though. I think that's a toss-up, 50-50. But I like Seabass. I hope he keeps project projecting higher on the charts. And um, he's got a, he's got sick flow um, that, that sets him apart from everybody else. So I, I hope that continues. Josh Kerr, I bet you Ezekiel Lau beats you somehow. Because that's just how you roll, homeboy. Um... Uh, I, I wish it did. It wasn't because I I pick you often, but um, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Mind block because you could definitely surf. You just aren't aren't winning heats. <laughs> At least not for me. Uh, <clears throat> so Ezekiel Lau seems like a far fetched idea, but whatever. Kerr finds a way to lose somehow. He's one of, one of those types of athletes. It seems like. Seems like in every sport there's always a guy that falls into a weird category of like they're super good but they just can't finish somehow with all that, you know, with these teeth and these claws you can't figure out how to eat the bunny. Um, somehow got to figure out how to eat this helpless little rabbit. <laughs> anyway, uh, Connor Coffin, Fioravanti. Um... I have to pick Connor for the for this heat draw. 
Later I will pick Fury Monty just to see how it, how it comes out. And we'll do that with Dave on the next one. Um, or maybe I'll shoot another one if, if he's not available. Um, we'll, I'll run a couple more heat draws and we'll see how it goes. Um, uh, heat 6, uh, Ace versus uh, Govia. Uh, give me Ace. I think I think the last few years has really been catering to backside, uh, especially especially at a uh, at, at like bells and stuff like that, and, and, and snapper. All these right hand point breaks, um, the judges love the vertical attack, even though it might be a little bit easier to do on your backhand. It looks great and scores high. So um, maybe on these right hand point breaks. Uh, obviously, snapper's done. I wish I would have picked more backhands because what we had an all backhand final. Um, so we got you Bailey and Jadson. Um, that's gonna be a really good heat, and I'm gonna go with Kyle hey, Bailey. Uh, even though I definitely think Jadson could win that heat, he's got skills. He can definitely get vertical and. Um, I, sh I just think the variation on the backhand is what sets sets like um, Wilkinson aside and Owen. They definitely put like a tweak on, on their vertical snaps. They'll do a couple straight up and down, and then they'll in that same critical pocket they'll, they'll uh, do a tail drift and and sit in the pocket and stuff like that, and um, really set things up off it in a really really sick flow. Um, we got O'Leary Flores, and I really want Flores to win that, but O'Leary looked pretty sharp. Um, and Flores, man, he's another one of those athletes that just can't stay on the right side of the coin when it comes to close heats. Um, and this is round two. Man, I know he's going to want it. I'm going to go with Flores. O'Leary probably might take it. And I think that's that's a 50-50 coin flip. You can flip that coin 100 times. And... Um, you're still, your mind's still going to be spinning on who to pick on that one, I think. <clears throat> Although, I do, I really think Flores was, like, on a tear before he uh, had his head injury. And, I mean, he's been surfing well since. But uh, he had this fearless, ferocious uh, charger mentality going. And, and I think he still does. I just, for some reason, I don't... Um, there might be a little barrier that's just not letting him win somehow, but who knows? All this, all I think, all these things happen for a reason. For, you know, reasons why you you don't win things that you know you well should um, when you had opportunities, or maybe you didn't get the opportunity, but you had the skills, kind of thing. Like the opportunity went to someone else that you know that that had opportunity to shine, and they shined, and and you did didn't get your opportunity to shine. Um, which, you know, it just happens in sports. That's just how it is. For whatever reason, uh, the sports gods and the parody just flourishes when, when people are competing, and you never know. It's just this it's chemical. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, Heat 9, Kennedy, Giroux, definitely picking Stu. Um, 10, we got Pupo, Derbage. I'm going with Bead. Igarashi Ewing. Um, I didn't see enough of Ewing in this last one, so I'm going Igarashi. Uh, even though 
Um, I'm not really used to picking Margaret. Um, going through this, every time I'm thinking, I'm thinking it's Bells, but it's Margaret River. And I'm just not used to picking teams for that. So I'm almost picking kind of my Bells team to, to some extent. Every time I'm thinking about this heat draw, it's like I keep thinking like who can who can turn the best at Bells. But we're not even at Bells. Um, so I'm a little bit I'm a little bit off kilter, but right now I'm I'm really just going off of who's surfing the best and um, the most well-rounded um, attack. So uh, heat twelve, we got Dantes Moraes, um, and I'm a I'm a Dantes fan. He won me over. I picked against him many many times, and was on the losing end almost every single time I picked against him. Um, yeah, so we're not going down that road anymore. So I'll just keep picking them now until until I get wore out. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so round three, let's just run through the heats. We got uh, Wilkinson, Dantes, D'Souza, Buchan, Adriano, Igarashi, or not Adriano, <laughs> Andino, Igarashi, um, Parkinson, E. Bailey, Toledo, Zietz. Florence Lau, Medina Flores, Wilson Ferrer, um, Wright Fanning, Slater Kennedy, Perez Coffin, Smith Derbage. <clears throat> I'm just going to start at the bottom. I'm going to pick Jordy. I'm going to pick... Uh, I'm a big guy, so I like heavy-footed action. Although, like I said, again, I'm thinking Bells, but it's Margaret's, so I'm probably ass backwards on this um, on this first run. But I just want to see what's available if the if you know the guys I think win initially run through and see see what our uh, what our bankroll looks like at the end. Uh, Slater Kennedy, um, I think. Slater, I guess. It's so crazy that everybody's like almost at Slater's level or above at this point. It's like where it'd be like eyes closed. Slater, Stu Kennedy, whatever. Who's that Stu Kennedy? Um, any of those guys can beat Slater at this point. It's kind of sick. Uh, the level of surfing is is epic, and and I think and I hope that it goes. Um, I guess viral, or you know, I hope I hope mainstream starts watching these because um, also I heard that that these contests are going to be going that the uh, what do you call it <clears throat> the waiting period's going to go away and and we're just going to show up when the surf is good, which is you know kind of a no brainer if you think about it. It's like well, duh, we find the good surf and then we go there. Um, so yeah, you just open up these windows when the surf is good at these spots, and then you just wait for it, and then it's like, hey, boom, it looks like we're getting a good swell, let's freaking go down there. And then surf, you know, real heats, and real surf, whatever the conditions, if there's surf, you know, whether it's challenging or perfect, uh, I think it's going to be so freaking sick to just just schedule it when there's surf. Because as a fan, there's nothing more frustrating than watching people try and surf stuff that's like 
it's just really hard to freaking surf in. Small, sloppy, like, we go to force a session and this, you know, shit, like, um, it's just, I mean, you know you're not getting the real product is, is a thing. So you feel like, man, like, am I wasting my time watching this? Um, obviously you're not because the results count and moving forward, you got to make it work. So everybody's dealing with a car or yeah, handling the cards they're dealt. And, um, I think it'd be sick if we just show up and it's firing. Obviously the, that's the real dream tour, right? Show up when it's freaking overhead and dealing. I want to see the real deal. Um, not like, oh, last year or whatever. Uh, anyways, um, going reverse up the chart, we have Fanning and Owen. Yikes. Uh, yeah. Good luck trying to pick that, but that's a cool one. I think Vegas should get back involved with surfing. They used to actually have odds on surfing, but I think it was so um, overpowered uh, for like the top 10 versus the rest of the field. Um, the top 10 were just killing, and, and like, you know, Kelly, unbeatable. All these people were unbeatable. At this point, I don't think anybody's unbeatable um, from top to bottom. I mean, uh, I, th- I think the bottom of the class of, uh, I mean, maybe there's like, maybe there might be about five people that can't beat, um, certain people at certain breaks. You know, if everybody's on an even playing field, you put Parco and Mick, um, at snapper. I don't, I'm not sure that it's going to break very even for the, the lower half of the field, but I think it's closer than it's ever been. Um, which is sick because people love parody and controversy and people love to flex their opinions as we're doing today. Uh, yeah, Owen Wright Fanning. Uh, I'm, everybody's pulling for Fanning. Everybody's pulling for Wright too, but I think, I don't know. I gotta go with Fanning. I usually don't r- ride Fanning, but like now that he's coming back, I just kind of feel, I'm always kind of an underdog. Um, if I, if I see yeah. talent and and they're an underdog i'm i'm usually on them <laughs> uh for whatever reason so we have julian and then ferrer oh man uh damn that'll be a sick heat and it sucks it's round 3 so whoever gets knocked out is so hurt so hurt by that result it's such a sick heat I hope Julian wins, but I'm picking Italio, man. He's on fire, and those kids just have so much fire. The Brazilians have fire. Uh, The chill, laid-back shit isn't working, um, unless you're Parco. (laughs) Uh, Or John John. John John's pretty chill, and he kills. Um, Yep. Uh, Medina Flores. Medina... Flores, Lau, Flores, I mean, uh, Florence, Florence, Lau, um, Toledo, Zietz, man, Toledo's, uh, Toledo's so good, Philippe, and Zietz, man, the tour is so sick, like, as soon as I saw, like, these heat draws this year, I was, like, damn, like, it's harder than it's ever been, harder than it's ever been, for sure. Um, 
Toledo Zeets. Ah, man, I, Toledo, uh, Zeets? I mean, Toledo kind of sticks out of my mind, but I hope Zeets wins that heat. Now, now in round three, you can start hoping. Like, okay, like, I hope this cat gets through this heat because you already kind of know the values. And at this point, I'm assuming everybody's aware of who's surfing well and who isn't after the first event. Like, and if you're coming just into it, whatever, just take take these picks with, you know, with a little bit of value. These people have been winning or, or surfing really well at this point. It's known. It's a known factor. And you can go back and watch a... Uh, Watch all the rewatch these heats and, and really decide for your team if you're really picking, you know, um, Wilson Ferreira. Uh, you can go back and watch them surf and see how consistent they're being, which is rad. WSL props to making all that footage available, and uh, I think that's king, you know, making making your product the most available. And you know, sucking an audience like me and and everybody else that that has uh, the love for the first for the sport. Uh, Parkinson and Ibeli. Uh Give me Joel, but also a super close heat. I mean, every heat just seems to be so damn tight. Um, and Dino Igarashi, Kolohe, uh, I think his new fire and. and he just looks good. I think he's definitely taking it up to another level, and and uh, I'm digging it. Uh, D'Souza Buckin. Uh, I hope Ace wins that, <laughs> but but it'll probably be D'Souza. Um, hard to say though. It just it just depends. But we'll pick Adriano, and then Matt Wilkinson over Wiggly. And let's see what we got. We'll have to take a look at the Fantasy Surfer page and see what we had left over from last week. Um, and I can tell you right now that I already dropped Josh Kerr because he got me on tilt and he makes me sad. Um, <clears throat> so we'll leave that at that. And we still have Mick, Kelly, Stu, Julian, Adriano, and Wiggly. Um, Nat was the wild card on that. So we have two free spots on my team. And we'll see who I want to swap out. I don't have Stu going as far this time. Let's see where I have him dropping. I have him winning his second round. And Stewie boy is against Slater. So, yeah, uh... Stu's going to drop off my team for this heat draw. So that opens up three spots and 16.25 million to spread around. Um, let's cheeky cheeky check it. WSL bracket. I love you. So as many of the round four contestants as we can get on our freaking team. Out of Wilkinson, D'Souza, Andino, Parco, Zietz, Florence, Medina, Ferreira, Ma uh, Fanning, Slater, Perez, Smith. And we have Slater, Fanning, 
Julian de Sosa and Dantes. I think we're we gonna ditch Dantes. We gotta ditch Dantes. See, and this is the thing too: is maybe Dantes isn't always up against Wilkinson in these other heat draws that we do. When we pick some of these underdogs to beat some of the top dogs, it definitely mixes up the round three. And, and so, if you miss, if you miss early on. On your first and you, round one, if you miss your winner on that, you're definitely uh, flirting with friendly fire in the third. Because when you pick your team, you're picking against friendly fire in the third. Uh, and so if, if shit goes awry, you're going to end out with some of your top guys against each other. And then you're fucked. Uh, and then you're fucked. So avoid that at all freaking costs rule number two avoid friendly freaking fire in round three um your round three is your everything going forward so uh get that shit as dialed as possible that's why you run you know as many heat scenarios as you have to to weed out the shaft from the wheat um as the old saying goes. So, <clears throat> uh, damn it, dude, Wilkinson, I'm, I'm, I want to try and fit him on my team right now, and that leaves me with 5.5 left with two slots. Uh, Wilkinson's on fire. Actually, you know what? Where, where's Owen at? Where's Owen? Owen is eight, eight million, and Wilkinson's 10.75. So we're going with Owen because Owen looks like Owen, and that's what I was waiting for. I'm a wait and see guy. I like to gamble, but I'm a wait-and-see guy when it comes to coming off of injuries because you never know how it's going to affect the the whole being of somebody, whether it be psychologically or physically. Um, you got to see how they attack when they come back. And if the reactions are there, then bam, you know that they're back. Um, and Owen's back, faux show. And Owen, let's see, in his round four... Where is Owen? Do we not have Owen getting to the freaking fourth round? Where is Owen in the third? Owen in the third. Oh, against Fanning. Ugh. Ugh. See? So that's how that rolls. You're like, yeah, I want Owen, but I have Fanning. What the fuck? You have Fanning for 5.2 mil and Owen's 8 million now and I bet you could have got him for a sick deal last uh, last event before the before that kicked off so whoever has Owen obviously you ain't dropping him now um, and I'm damn am I gonna this is where where you're thinking am I gonna ride Mick for the first span of this if not the whole thing because <clears throat> you got them so cheap, kind of like the Parco deal last year, the year before, shit like that. Um, and I don't know. And this is where running your other heats will go. It will show you if um, Mick and Owen are, end out on different different sides of it in round three. If, you, if things hash out slightly different, maybe maybe mix against somebody else um but that's such a funny funny thing because they've already come up they're gonna if this goes this way they're gonna come up twice in the first two events 
two guys coming back from not really being here last year, uh, and then back at it, and they're 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 fighting each other, and and they're they're like a not at their normal seeding. Although Owen's already at seven, which is hype. Um, I love Owen. Owen's one of my favorite surfers of all time. So uh, maybe not of all time, but but of current status, Owen's really fun to watch. Fanning school too. He's he's kind of like the uh, Roger Federer or Tom Brady or like you know the classic good good looks for for the position. Where Owen is that you know slightly more radical. Not to mention he's goofy foot like me. So you know maybe maybe there's an alliance. I don't know. You tell me. Um, <clears throat> so damn it, Owen and Mick. Uh, I'm going to keep them there just for now, just before, you know, I'm going to run some more heat draws before I move Mick off and, and lose money. So don't, uh, don't save your teams, obviously. Uh, if you got a good deal on somebody and their, their value increased, you got to keep a heads up on the yearly status. Um, not to mention the event to event, but for your year long teams, obviously, if you've been doing this, you know that people's numbers change and you have a value early in the season on some of these guys that that uh catapult throughout the year and i'm still trying to figure out who my next two slots are going to be with 8.25 million left um who are the low guys on the totem pole that make it through uh mixed cheap italia i mean these are just seedings uh in their heats so Zitz is 13, Toledo is 12. Like, geez, like, I'm sure there's that much price difference. Talio 7. And Italo. Italo. <coughs> I don't know. It's going to be really hard. But basically, you have four million per guy if you break it evenly, which gets you Kanoa, Kanoa, and Federico, and Jatson, Ian, Zeke's. Let's see. I don't. I don't know, man. See, so this is where you start running your contrarian. After this, it's like okay, I'm struggling to find guys that are cheap that are going to make it through. Um. Because you got sea bass, see, and then you could like you could pick a an Italio, an Italo. Sorry, Italio. I I always I like to say Italio for some reason, but um, it's Italo. Um, so I'll say Italio all many a many episodes, and you guys can bash me about it. It's all good. I don't care. Um. Jeez. Now, a quick word from our sponsor. This show is brought to you by Ventura Custom Cleaning Professionals. And if you are in the Ventura County or Santa Barbara County area and you need commercial cleaning done, we are trying to be the very best in our industry. And... uh, going with the little guy is I think the best you can do because he's the most hungry and he's the most apt to do you the proper service because he's got motivation 
Motivation is what you need. A fat and happy big company doesn't have it. They have employees that they rotate through. And some people are good, some people are bad. And we have uh, quality employees and we do great work. Um, so we're back and we're trying to freaking fill in this spot. And let's see, so under the 8.25 million mark, we have Seabass at 7.25, Italo at 7, Philippe at 7, Josh at 6.25, Connor at 6, Buckin at 5.75, Kyle Bailey, I don't know who can win these heats. I will probably erase all this because I don't know. Do we have bead getting through? Derbage. We don't. Alright, let me pause and crack this down just a little bit and I'll tell you who I pick. So you don't have to sit here and listen to me go, mm, ah, mm, ah, mm. Alright, right back. Okay, boom. So I'm back and I'm going to pick Italo. Um, because he's 7 million and that leaves us 1.25. No, I cannot pick Italo. See how this gets effed up? So maybe we drop Owen and we freaking rehash this shit. So Owen's 8. We can pick Italo now. Or Seabass now. Um, that saves us a little bit so that we can get something else going. Um, Italo. Yeah, everybody is. So this is the problem with the front runner one. So people are gonna lose, faux show. Um, and I, these values are crazy for the upper half. And so Philippe leaves us. If we take Owen off and we put in Philippe, and we have Toledo. So we can just switch that so Toledo wins over Zeets. That's a simple change we could do. So we could put F Philippe in. We have 9.25. We could also put in Italo and a wild card because that leaves us 2.25. So since we don't know who the wild cards are, I would be kind of happy with a 7. Oh, we still have Wiggly on the team. What? So that actually leaves us with another decision to make. Uh, gosh dang, Stu's pretty cheap still. So I'm just going to put Stu and wildcard number one. And then I'll get back to you with another key draw. Um... And we'll, we'll keep trying. We'll you'll go further into the into the depths of the event once we hash out kind of our like first, second, and third teams that we're gonna have for Margaret River. And then we you know we just hedge out the value and see see where we're at. Um, and thank you for sticking with me and listening to the podcast. Um, David Burrows will be back with me in the next one. We might have another guest with us. I'm not sure. But it will be fun to hear what these guys have to say about the last event. I know they have strong opinions. 
And um, going forward to Margaret River as CT number two, where it's always easily been Bells. Um, we'll we'll see. It's definitely a, a wrench in my program, and I'll brush up on it and come back with a little bit more refined content with my boy, David Burroughs. Thank you for joining the uh, Fantasy Dark Horse, and we'll catch you next time. Peace.